Okay, T. T. Yeah. So I live in Edinburgh, like right up the street from the Queen's Palace, which what? is where the Queen's, which is, yeah, which is where the Queen stays when she comes. You've to... literally never told me this. So she stays there whenever she comes and visits Edinburgh, which is okay. like frequently. She's come a couple times since I've been here. Mm-hmm. But so she was here over the weekend for this like stupid British ceremony shit they do. Yeah. It's called like the keys, the, something about the keys. The the passing fucking, of the keys. The key sure. jubilee, whatever the fuck. Okay, she's been here a couple days, just hanging out. Today. Yeah. I have my I had my window open and I heard a he- Did you see the queen? No, I didn't see her. I didn't see her. Okay. But I have my window open and I heard a helicopter and so I looked out and there was like a an emergency like medical helicopter <gasps> that At was her place? flying to that was flying to the queen's palace. Oh, and so shit. I'm like <gasps> And so me, I like down. ran outside to like see if that's actually where it went. Yeah. And it did. <gasps> and then it, it like 10 minutes later it left. The helicopter left. The queen Wait, I'm going to check I'm checking BBC right now. BBC so, like queen down question mark. Okay, I'm not seeing anything. I'm seeing platinum. So there were, there were like there was like the the movement of emergency helicopters to the queen's palace on this day, June the 30th. 2022 so today just now did i bear witness to the passing of queen lizzie the bestie whoa isn't that crazy is there anything on the news about this there's nothing it's just like insider info this is major insider info i think if the queen actually died tonight we need to release this episode tonight (laughs) so that we can get ahead of this wave of information i want us to be the first ones dropping the news we are the whistleblowers elizabeth (laughs) We are the whistleblowing her, her, I don't know, maybe she's hurt. Queen Elizabeth is in critical condition. She's in critical condition. You heard it here first on Sneaker Waves. And I'm Ann Carrier's friend, Jillian. And you're listening to Sneaker Waves. Let's make an uneducated guest together. Rot row, Ann. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! I've been waiting all fucking week to say rot row, Ann. Oh. Welcome to Sneaker Waves. Um, it is a podcast for people who know nothing about film, by people who know nothing about film. Every single week, Ann and I take it. Well, no, not every single week. <laughs> never um, every we single take, week. We've we never done that. video. <laughs> neither of us have ever seen before that's considered popular mm-hmm. iconic revolutionary zeitgeist if you yes. will and we give some predictions about what we think the film is about based on movie posters things we've gathered over our years on this earth it's just just our good old-fashioned intuition absolutely um and then we go and watch the movie and then we come back in the second half for a little movie review and do you want to tell the people what we're watching this week? Oh my god, Jillian. Are you serious? You're going to let me do it? <laughs> okay, okay. You spoil me. Today, we are watching Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. 
we want to give a quick shout out to Olivia for recommending this film to us. Um, thank yeah, you so much, yeah. Olivia. We are so excited to see what you have in store for us. Anyway, Scooby-Doo! All right, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, bum bow <laughs> And did you watch Scooby-Doo when you were a kid? Or now, uh, I guess? So the thing about me, Jillian, is I wasn't watching a whole lot of anything because I was a no-TV child. Uh, so that means <laughs> that I suck. That being said, if I was ever at somebody's house, um, I would absolutely be watching Scooby-Doo. So I did watch a little... I dabbled in Scooby-Doo. I... I've seen probably, I would say, like, 10 to 20 of the original episodes. So you know all the stuff. You know the mystery machine. You know about I know the, the Scooby mystery, Snacks. I know the Scooby Snacks. I know Rut Row. I know the tropes. I know yeah. Mr. Jinkies. Bitch, you did it. I love that. I love how Yeah, that's a good time, line. Um, yeah, I think I have a good grasp on what we're in store for, and... Th- Honestly, I'm using that information to very much inform my, I think, well-grounded prediction for this film. But Jillian, what's your exposure level with Scooby-Doo? I watched Scooby-Doo when I was a kid, albeit it was mostly just kind of on in the background. So I don't, mm. you know, I wasn't watching that so shit. So it like was, I was like, it was SpongeBob your back in the day. say yes to you the know. dress. It was just on. It was my say yes to the dress. It just always kind of happened to be on. So, like, I know all the characters. I know all the lines, you know, like, whatever. Hey, punk ass bitch or whatever you just said. So, I I, I get the idea. I kind of know the energy, um, the gist of what's going on. And I would like to come out and say, three years ago on Halloween, I did did watch one. Because there's a couple Scooby-Doo movies, if I'm not mistaken. I did watch one Scooby-Doo movie, and okay. it might have Unidentified been... Scooby, and there are a lot. Let's not yeah. be mistaken. So it might have been this one, but I want to just let everybody know that even if it was this Scooby-Doo movie, I'm going to go ahead and say I didn't actually see this movie um, because okay. I was extremely intoxicated when this event took place. So even if this was something I have already seen... Did I really see it? Did no. you really see it? Yeah. I appreciate your transparency, Jillian. I'm going to match your transparency and also say <laughs> that I have maybe also seen this movie. It's yeah. one of those where it's like, it's very amorphous. It's like, it's probably. I was like, I'm a young American. I've probably seen Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters yeah. Unlimited. You it's know? like the Shawshank Redemption. We've all probably seen We've it, but can you tell me it. what happens? Absolutely not. So, uh, could you give us some stats before we hop into predictions? Oh my god, um, yes. Because I know you and I are both cooking with some good predictions this time, but I think it might be nice to have these grounding stats. So, I really, more so than any other film, had a very personal um, encounter with the stats of Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters more i so i started with the cast okay coming out the gate i want to say this is by far the most stacked cast i've ever seen (laughs) in my goddamn life yeah okay we've got sarah michelle geller as daphne blake we have matthew lillard as shaggy we have and i was mistaken i thought this was keanu reeves it's not it's freddie prince jr uh playing fred jones uh <laughs> linda cardellini is playing Falma dinkley who plays scoop i think this guy named neil fanning maybe it's l fanning's dad <gasps> maybe 
I love I'm not gonna. Opening. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm just gonna move forward, assuming okay. that he, the voice of Scooby Doo is the father of both uh, Dakota and Elle Fanning. Uh, Seth Green is also in this. You may really? know him from Austin Powers. Yeah, he's freaking yeah. in this thing. Alicia Silverstone is in this. Thank God. Um, Tim Blake Nelson is in this. He's the guy. I literally have no fucking clue who any of these people are. You do. You do. You do. They're like they're like the face of America. Also, who may also be in this is Pamela Anderson. Isla Yo, Fisher. I know that one. Yeah, you know that one. Isla Fisher, maybe, and also maybe Rowan Atkinson. It's unclear to me because they are on the cast list, but they do not have a character name. Okay, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe they're like, maybe they're extras before oh, they I got famous. Maybe these were their big breaks. Maybe this was fully Isla Fisher's big the break. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unlimited from 2004 was Pamela Anderson's <laughs> big break. So yeah, cast Excellent. major. Okay, good, uh, good cast. I don't know like half those fucking people, but yeah, good cast. But it was written by the guy who wrote Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think oh, is crucial. Oh, okay, that's fun. Because yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun flick. So this is going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. And it was directed by Raja Gosnell, which I'm looking at his canon right now. And he did, in fact, direct Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <gasps> oh, Thank this you movie's going to be off the rails fun. It's going to be off the rails. He also directed both the Smurfs and the Smurfs 2. And Yours, Mine, and Ours. Holy shit. I love Yours, Mine. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh my god, rule. from the man who brought you Mrs. Doubtfire comes Scooby-Doo 2, Monster Mash. Any more stats? The last stat I have, uh, I already said that this movie came out in 2004, which is great yes, news for us. It got a 22% on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes, which usually, usually I give, you know, Rotten Tomatoes a lot of leeway, but this one? Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. The only thing yeah. rotten is your freaking heart. That being said, I did a deep dive into what people were saying about this film, and it was resoundingly positive. And Some I reviews. Think, okay, good. I just don't even care to read the bad ones. Yeah. And I, I know we do. We okay, don't need it. We usually do Review City in part two. That being said, I found some off-the-walls reviews for this movie. As long as they don't contain spoilers, hit me with like one or two. I'm going to give you one. Okay, I'm not going to read it because it would take a while, but I'm going to explain the premise of this review to you. Okay, cool. So somebody in 2018 gave (laughs) Scooby-Doo 2 five stars. Their username is AssH, which is genius. (laughs) And their entire (laughs) review was just the... The entirety of the lyrics to All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled. <laughs> Wait, what? The whole review just, is just the lyrics? The whole review it is has, the whole song. That's it. Five it has stars. nothing to do with Scooby-Doo. No, not at all. But it has everything yes. to do with Scooby-Doo. That's what I'm saying. Fair. Yeah. I Yes, you're right. Indirectly, the vibe of All, all I, I Do Is, is Win... win. Is gonna be the essence of this film we're about to consume with our eyeballs. Yeah, it's gonna be a big fat win. Should we start with predictions? Would you like to go first? Or I'll go first. Shall I go first because mine, as usual, is very simple. Okay, pop off. So this is not my idea, and this is just a side note. 
But I got really intrigued by the concept of Scooby-Doo being a dog that can kind of, sort of talk, but not really. Right, um, and he why... goes, like, rut-row and stuff. And yeah, like, and he goes, raggy. like, raggy, and he's like, wow. So I got really into this whole concept, and there are some really interesting conspiracy theories. Um, here are my two favorites. One, okay. that Scooby-Doo was a real dog that was a part of the Soviet's mission to send dogs to space. Okay. <laughs> and so he's like a hyper-intelligent dog that they bred for this space program. Uh-huh. And his initial his his early language wasn't English, it was Russian, hence why he like can't really fully speak English, but he does understand English. Yeah. Um so he's a speaking space Soviet dog and he escaped and Scooby Doo Where Are You is the title because the CIA's looking for him. And like the gang is like on the lamb with this runaway Soviet dog. <laughs> so that's theory okay. one. Okay, okay, This okay. second theory, which is my favorite thing in the fucking world, is that Shaggy is a wizard. More, more, more. So Shaggy more. is a wizard. Yeah, who's like, yeah. He's like a higher being. And so he can... Scooby doesn't speak English. Shaggy just understands him because he's a freaking wizard. And apparently canonically shaggy is the only one who like can identify other mystical and magical objects in the show like they they'll come across something and shaggy will be like well well, that's a that's a wand that's a wizard's wand i would know because i'm a wizard that's a terrible shaggy but you get the idea uh so i'm just let's keep that in the back of our minds as we're watching this so how do these play into your prediction so that's a great question julian they don't at all i just wanted to share that (laughs) (laughs) um but my prediction is that this is going to be a quintessential scooby-doo mystery movie um, most of the episodes are either in an old abandoned spooky house or an old abandoned spooky museum. And everyone's like, don't go to the Egypt, D- don't go to the Egypt part because there's crazy stuff happening over there. And then there's like Tutankhamun, they're like mummies. So I'm going to say it's like essentially Night at the Museum. I think Night at the Museum ripped off Scooby-Doo 2 oh. Monsters Unlimited. And I think that the premise is that, like, all these different exhibits come to life, but they're monsters. Oh, and, and they have to, like, get them back in their, I don't know, like, yeah, like display they, like, cases. Yeah, like, like some sort of, like, old mythical, like, scripture was exposed and it, like, brought okay. all these monsters to oh. life from, like, the afterworld. And they have to, like, contain them and send them back. And there's, like... The sun god raw and like all that kind of shit <laughs> yeah that's yeah. good yeah that's so that's my general prediction um it makes sense that shaggy would be a wizard in this scenario because i have a feeling he is going to be the one to solve this mystery because of his intrinsic knowledge of the magical mystical realm can i follow up with are we talking like the met yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's put a name on it let's put a name on it it's the met it's the fucking met the met has all of all their shit goes haywire and a bunch of like mummies and yes. know, like ghouls or whatever ghouls, i don't know what they have at statues the met come to life and it's up to the the gang to get in there and release the the ghouls and goblins and mummies and such the monsters that's good thanks 
I like your prediction. I think uh, I think that's really plausible. I think you could be right that this takes place in fully the Met Gala. Yeah. It's, it's nice. the Met Gala. Yeah, it's not even just the Met. It's the Met on the night of the Met Gala. Under oh, the, yeah. What was that one theme that they did? Oh, the one where it was heavenly like angels bodies. in the outfield. Yeah, yeah. heavenly <laughs> bodies. Yeah, heavenly bodies. <laughs> angels in the outfield. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So with my prediction, yeah. um, I went, because I've seen some Scooby-Doo episodes. I was like, I don't, I want to believe they made the movie to do something kind of out of the box. So I don't think they're going to follow necessarily the same. No, you don't think they're going to follow the like formula? Like formula? Okay. Yeah, I think they maybe wanted to get a little experimental. Okay. So I was like, what is something that I know the mystery gang or whatever the fuck they're called have never tackled before. And then I was like, oh my God, organized religion. Oh my God. So I know I get biblical a lot on this podcast, but I may, oops, oops, I got biblical again. Beginning of the film, Scoob. Or maybe now knowing that Shaggy's a wizard, maybe Shaggy. Okay. Comes across a tome. A tome? Backtracking, backtracking, backtracking. So we're allowed to look at movie posters. That's something you and I allow ourselves. Yes, that's true. I didn't. So I was one, Googling. But... Oh, the movie poster's pretty They're good. Pretty good. I was Googling the poster and I came across, there's a couple different ones, but the two that really stuck out to me, one is the mystery gang is uh standing kind of in the front and then in the back there are four monsters behind them there's mm-hmm. a pterodactyl looking one oh. some kind of tar tar monster um a like scuba diver thing and then a little skeleton with an eyeball yeah i see that. so there was that movie poster and then there was another movie poster where it was like the gang was standing and there was very dramatic lighting on them and kind of coming off of them are these four shadows of the same monsters. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be four monsters. What other famous foursome mm. do we know? The Beatles. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. Holy shit, yeah. So yeah. at the beginning of the film, Scooby, or maybe Shaggy, is going to come across a tome, a big old book that's going to be, you guessed it, seven sealed shut and shaggy or scoob is going to embody the powers of the apocalyptic sacrificial lamb as seen in the book of revelation Uh and is going to be able to open this book and as we all know the first four seals unleash the four horsemen i.e these four monsters that i'm seeing on the movie poster okay and say it with me they are Conquest, war, famine, and and death. death. You got it. So these like four horsemen come out and like unleash like atrocities on the world, blah, 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 whatever. But then it's up to Christ and his heavenly army to defeat them and then all the other evil that's introduced in Revelation. So what I think is that the mystery gang is going to be approached by, you guessed it, Jesus Christ. Mm. And Jesus is going to employ them to become part of his heavenly army. Mm. So what I'm kind of thinking is like in this film, the mystery gang, they're going to become warriors of christ who follow the writer that is faithful and true in righteousness he doth judge and make war and they are going to have to defeat the four horsemen of the apocalypse it's going to culminate in this final epic battle against satan 
Fred's going to chain him up and throw him in the eternal pit of hellfire. Um, and it's a journey of salvation, holy war, and like essentially a ballad of Christ's warriors. I love that, Jillian. This that is, conquer over evil in the end. This is an iconic Jillian move. And I love you Thank for you it. Thank you so much. I will say you're not that far off base. Do you have something else to add? Yes. I also think there's going to be a twist ending. Okay. What's the twist? I think at the end of the film, we're going to realize that this is revisionist of, but like Bible revision. And so in the Bible, when after this war is over, New Jerusalem is established and there's eternal peace, right? Yeah. I think in this film, the writers and directors understand that that is unachievable. And they're using this film as a mm. vessel to make that point. So I think what's going to happen is towards the end of the movie, the mystery gang is going to be sitting around and they're like, what the fuck? We defeated all evil, you know, all the monsters. Why is there not peace? Why is there still bad shit happening in the world? And I think the mystery gang is going to be able to come to the conclusion, this harsh reality that peace is an illusion and that the real monster is man mm -hmm. and that they will never be done on their quest to vanquish all evil, to rechain the unchained monsters um and then that will kind of set up the third movie okay is what i'm thinking like it's gonna end on a cliffhanger is that where the gang scoob? Is that what yeah whatever the third one is <laughs> yes and then scoob is gonna be some kind of like purge situation okay but that we'll get to in a year when we inevitably watch scoob when we inevitably watch scoob right yeah you know, so i think they're gonna learn at the end i think it's gonna be the true monster is man i think is that that's what we're gonna take away from this i mean you're not wrong jillian and interestingly enough uh when i did my scary deep dive of the reddit conspiracies around scooby-doo 2 um and just scooby-doo in general one of the most credible ones is that scooby-doo is actually about four kids who have died and are stuck <gasps> in purgatory. <gasps> yeah. Uh. And they the only way they can get themselves out of purgatory and into heaven is by Is through the killing... salvation and love of Jesus Christ? Well, that and also just by killing a lot of monsters. Oh. So they they have to kill monsters yeah. for their sins. And there was some weird like slut shaming going on with like why they were all in purgatory basically cuz they're all sluts. <laughs> was what? <laughs> Ready, you should do Sluts Unlimited. Sluts Unlimited. Uh, but we don't need to go into that. So I think it's really interesting, actually, that you are reading biblical undertones with Scooby-Doo. Because I think yeah. other people have absolutely picked up on that. So this is nice, and um, we've got, I think you and I, between our two predictions, cover a lot of ground. Yours is... A little more art history based. Yeah. Museum world. Sort of ancient. Classic kind ancient of. civilization. Yeah. Ancient deities. That sort of thing. And mine is a good old judgment day. Uh, okay. Good predictions. Before we hop into the film, I want to um, share that I consulted with Olivia, the person who recommended this flick to us. I was like, Olivia, what level of sobriety do you recommend for this film? Oh, yeah. Um, and she recommended We're Appropriately Tipsy okay. to watch Scooby-Doo 2, which is, I, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Yeah, that's fair. So I've made a drinking game mm -hmm. for this film. And before we watch, I'm going to go make myself a margarita and we'll, we'll do this. Drink responsibly. Mm -hmm. Feel free to drink along with us. 
Yeah, drink right along. Okay. Here's Ideally, the you're doing game. that with every episode. And, <laughs> Otherwise, yes. I'm not sure why you're listening sober. Take a sip for whenever there's a goofy sound effect. Oh, no. Like a classic kind of bonk sound Boing? effect or like... Or like a... Yeah. Or like, what about a creaky, funny door? Like a... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like anytime there's a goofy little sound effect from like an old like royalty-free soundboard. Excellent. Insane hijinks. Like someone does a stunt that would definitely kill a human person. Okay, insane hijinks. But somehow like they that. get away with it. Okay. Uh, sip for Scooby Snack. Anytime we see a Scooby oh Snack, my God, we dude, sip. Dude, we're going to be under the table. I also said Don't sip do for the iconic. Don't do jinkies. I said sip for the iconic lines like jinkies, God zoinks, oh. and fuck. <laughs> um, what about when they call Fred a cuck? Like they do all the time. <laughs> Okay, wait. Actually, I'm going to add that down under the take a shot for list. Okay. Um, I also have now added in, thanks to our predictions and some facts we've discussed already, uh, sip for blatant biblical parallels and also sip for uh, shaggy IDs, a magic item. Okay, sounds great. And then take a shot for rut row. No. (laughs) Take a shot for rut row. Uh, evidently now take a shot when they inevitably call Fred a cuck. Yeah. And then also take a shot if Monster Mash, the song, is in this movie. Ooh, that's good. So that's our drinking game today. I've got some tequila ready to go. Okay, I have a really soft, light pilsner, which I think will be Oh my god this is so good wait yeah what I this rivals expect- like harry potter honestly oh don't we think that ugly sinister old man is up to no good yeah. oh shit oh my god it's the oh. phantom of the opera oh my god it's gerard butler oh we got a row we got a row we got a row in the house is this a movie with sexy velma you know when they like sex up velma Oh my god, no, 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 she looks like Sarah Palin. She looks no, like no, no, Sarah no, 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 no. Drinks, biblical parallel. God, he's broken. It's so sexy. <laughs> Is that Dan Brown? Oh my god, Fred's wearing a puffer jacket. Fred's dressed like my mom on like her morning walk. <laughs> This is incoherent. He's okay. got tits. Okay. Yeah, he's got tits. Okay, Shag, girl. He's got tits. Oh, Velma. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, no. What is happening? I have no idea. I tell you, this fun little trio of five are definitely like warriors of Christ. <laughs> okay. Fred is no longer a cuck. This Wait. rules. <laughs> More farts, please. More farts now. Smash it past Seth Green. Pass. Suck my balls, Velma. If it's not, I literally don't know who it could be if it's not Seth Green. Oh, it could be Alicia Silverstone. Who's that? Okay, mask reveal. (gasps) (gasps) It is her! Kiss. Mash glasses. Mash your Warby Parkers together. (laughs) Your Warby Parkers. Is that Ruben Stuttered? I don't know. That's Ruben Stuttered. What the fuck? What was this movie? It was a masterpiece. <gasps> through and through. On October 27th, 2021, 
an anonymous commenter gave Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unlimited five stars, saying, quote, This movie has the best cinematography I have ever seen in my life. I would not be the same person without this movie. I cried and I laughed. If it wasn't for this movie, I would not have my wife. I was... What does that mean? Hang on. Okay. I was depressed. But after I watched Matthew, spelled Matthew Lillard's best performance of his career, in parentheses, where Oscar, and he will never peak like this again. That, that, that much I can agree with. This has helped me emotionally and sexually. In parentheses, mm. if you know what I mean. <laughs> the way Scooby-Doo. Oh, it keeps going. Uh, we're almost okay. done. Okay, the okay. way uh the way Scooby Doo looks at Shaggy are relationship goals. <laughs> I mean, I mean the curves of Scooby Doo just turns me off. Wait, what? The cotton candy okay. monsters, where it's at. If you and your partner have sexual tension, just watch this movie. You'll be good for years. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's review one. Okay, another five stars. <clears throat> Here we go. This one's a little long, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blow right through it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me the highlights. Okay. Let me preface this by stating that I'm not and haven't been for some time a religious man in any. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a it's okay. a Christian odyssey. As a child, I skipped out on church. I resorted to playing Whoa. games when forced to attend. Oh, I never sang hymns. I rarely prayed. <gasps> I rarely prayed. <gasps> never had faith. Uh, but after viewing this cinematic masterpiece, many things have changed. Shortly after the first viewing, I could feel something, dot, 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 different inside me. <laughs> it was as if a metaphorical pit that had never no I never noticed was suddenly filled deep inside me. It brought with it a sense of euphoria, the likes of which far extend a feeling of any drug could provide. I needed to watch it again. And so I did over and over, day and night, forward and back. After that, I must have. After what must have been my hundredth viewing, I started reciting the movie word for word oh as it played, God. like a ninety-three minute, beautifully worded composition. These words became my hymn. They became my Bible. They became <laughs> my world. They became my religion. Wow. I, I, I believe, okay, so then he goes on, there's a whole part about how he can play the movie in his head scene for scene. Okay. Then he goes on to say, I believe that this was when, quote, he chose me in the midst of, <laughs> in the midst of flashing mental scenes, I heard a voice, not a voice as we know it, but more of a whisper, a glance at, though unspoken words that made sense. I knew now that I had ascended. I had been chosen. And although no physical reward was given, I knew that I had experienced what I had experienced was invaluable. I had been touched by Shaggy. So the, you're telling me this person unlocked the channel with which God communicates his love yeah. through the film Scooby-Doo and kind of via this christ-like figure of shaggy yeah i think for him <sighs> scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed is on par with like our lady of lords like this movie is this is a passion a narrative this is a passion narrative 
if I've ever seen one. That's really beautiful. God chooses his messengers in mysterious ways. And it just so happened that this individual was chosen via Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And I honestly, nice. reading that's that nice. review, I was, I was stunned uh, and also Can surprised. I ask... Uh, can yeah, I ask that? when that review was written again? <laughs> 2019. <laughs> <laughs> the year of our Lord 2019. Okay. okay, last but certainly not least, five stars, obviously. This is the greatest masterpiece ever be created by any modern standards. I was going through a very rough time of my life present while watching this equivalent art. I was, <laughs> I was finding myself on... The gap of a bridge. This movie saved my life. Oh if my it, God. <laughs> if what it were not, was... here, hear this out. This is a gorgeous review. If it were not for Shaggy and his trustful, loyal, and life-creating life partner, Scooby. Wait, what? Is this like canon? I don't know. Ca- canonically, are they life partners? Okay, I don't know where to start with Scooby. I would literally die for that dog, Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that part where Shaggy was only playing weak in order to defeat his opponents. I don't know what part he's talking about. Shaggy's power is uncomparable and undescribable. Again, this plays, I think, as well into my Shaggy is a wizard theory. Uh, This movie, (laughs) this moment, this is my favorite line. This moment really touched my feelings and made my (laughs) eyes like a burning river. And Shaggy's name, amen. The reviews you have just read me, it sounds like this film has done a lot for folks. Uh, One individual has had um, a sexual kind of bounty following this film. Yeah, sexual Um, awakening, if you will. Right. Another person literally met God through Mm -hmm. this film. And then this final person, it sounds like maybe were saved from the brink of suicide by this film. Which leads me to say, Jillian... (laughs) What did we miss? What I what did we what miss? What did we miss? What this okay. is on us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like an imbecile. The second half of this podcast, we always try and do like a recap, like a plot recap. Yeah. Mm, what? See, okay, wait. I want to preface this by saying I loved this movie. Oh, it's fantastic. You, you already know me- our review. You could pay me every dollar in the world, and I could All not tell you what the plot narrative was from point A to point B in this film. You could bring Henry Cavill to me, and Henry Cavill would go, I am but yours, mistress, if only you recite to me the plot of Scooby-Doo 2. Is he British? <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay, good, okay. If only you recite to me Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And I would say, I'm so could sorry, Mr. So instead of doing a plot summary, Anne and I were like, what if instead we just kind of rapid fire the buzzwords of this yeah. film that we remember? This is what we took away. As best we can. So yeah, here are our big takeaways. Uh, I'll go first. Phantom of the Opera. Uh, Wizard. Boogie Nights. Cutler Beckett. Reuben Stuttered. Otherwise Bill- known as oh. the winner of season two of American Idol. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton obviously. Cool motorcycle jousting scene. Cuck. Henry Winkler. Did you say Boogie Nights already? I said Boogie Nights. Oh, I got one more. Sarah Palin. Oh, sec- yeah. I, honestly, that, that's it. That, that's all that I feels remember. coherent. That feels really cogent to that me. That feels honestly more coherent than whatever we saw. <laughs> if, if you've seen the film, you know that everything we literally just said is 
in this and they're all somehow connected through like a very loose plot of the gang having to like solve a mystery honestly i was like did m night Shyamalan direct this because the twists and the turns (laughs) my lord i was confused and bamboozled at every single one of them I'm hesitant to say that these were twists and turns because like a twist implies that there was like kind of a coherent linear structure that preceded the twist. Whereas this just felt like they were throwing different sized rocks at me for an hour and a half and I had to dodge them. I don't know. That's kind of Mm. what it felt like. This movie is a trap. (laughs) Yeah, I'm confused. I'm confused, but I feel fantastic. Oh, I feel great. Like, I feel on a borderline ecstatic. Yeah, this movie was really good, whatever it was. And all these things considered, we got some predictions right. Yeah. I mean, most, I'll go ahead and concede this, mostly you. But, um, but Anne, you got some. I did get some. I got, okay, I'll start with my bad ones. Uh, I was really, really pushing the Shaggy is a wizard uh, subplot. And yeah. I'm gonna be honest, that didn't come through for me. That really, that no. I wasn't convinced of that. But um, he did ID a lot of really rare magical objects. Like, he definitely I, okay. had some connection to, like, occult forces. I think maybe there was, like, one object and he was, like, it was just a monster. And he was like, what? It's a monster! I don't, can't, I can't do Shaggy for the oh. life of me. I can't do But anyway, I don't think he actually ID'd that many mystical objects. I think for the most part, he had no idea what was going on, which is like more... us. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the same boat as Shaggy and Scooby on this one, which, you know, yeah. not a terrible boat to be in. But I, yeah, that I got pretty wrong. I was super right, however, about this being set in a museum. Yes. And Huge. and both of us, uh, the second, like, the opening shot was, like, on a museum. And we both went, oh my god, the Met! And it was not the Met. (laughs) No, it was a fictitious city called, like, Coolsville or something. Coolsville, yeah. And this museum It was was an exhibit for them. It was, but this museum was cool. I think it's safe to say Coolsville's rendition of the Met. Like, I think that that's safe to say. Because, like, the architecture was similar. Okay, but it was also similar, Jillian. I'm going to push back a little here. I think it would be more on par with Natural History Museum. Oh, yeah, you're right. With the yeah. columns out front. With the columns out front and, like, okay, the monsters fair. inside. Because the Natural History Museum, it has monsters, too. They're just real. Isn't that where Night at the Museum takes place, though? Doesn't yes. it take place at the Natural yes, uh, History Museum? Yes, it takes Museum? place. Which is why I was correct in saying that Night at the Museum directly ripped off Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unlimited. No, it did, because all of the... Period. uh, Yeah, so it's like a exhibit dedicated to the monsters that they've caught or something. But then Uh all the monsters... A semblance of a plot, I said. Oh no, oh no, it's Uh coming back. (laughs) It's all coming back to me now. But like the monsters all come to life. And then, like, leave and then go somewhere else. So, like, in that sense, it is very yeah. much Night Museum, but they leave the museum, whereas in Night Museum, I think they stay in the museum. They stay in the museum, yeah. They don't go out and wreak <laughs> havoc. Um, so, you but that know, was I good. Was, you got I was pretty it. right. Yeah, I kind of hit the nail with the head or whatever the hell that metaphor is. Uh, something that I found very interesting about this movie was that, like... The first 30 minutes had me. First 30 minutes, I was tracking it. I was like, okay, they're celebrating the mystery gang or whatever. 
They got their monsters on display. And then the second the monsters came to life, and the second they started throwing out made-up words like randomonium, I was lost. I could not tell up from down. So it was like the monsters were brought to life by this specific mineral that felt on par with, like, radiation, you know? Yeah. So that much I tracked. What I didn't track was literally anything else. So, like, so (laughs) who was the bad guy? (laughs) Was it Alicia Silverstone? Because at the end of the movie... It, she's revealed to it's be the her, bad guy, but then she's also but another guy. But then it's the Fonz. No, is it the Fonz in a in a lady skin suit? No, it's not the Fonz. It's n- and it's not Billy Bob Thornton. It's the other one. It's also not Seth Green, which threw us too. That was a big major. We movie. actually. That's another thing I want to point out. We got stumped by this children's <laughs> movie. We so were like stumped. We're like it has to be Seth Green. It has to be Seth Green. No, but he was there. Blah blah blah. Like. We uh, yeah no we got fully stumped which I think it was a really humbling experience for the book. Oh, so but humbling. I also to our credit or at least maybe to my credit I was pretty fucked up. That drinking yeah. game that we implemented was <laughs> brutal. So you have an excuse, Jillian. I... <laughs> I was drinking a pilsner at one p.m. I was maybe a touch bust, and I yeah no I was pretty fucked up. No idea what was going on. So anything, I don't think it's, I don't think it has anything to do with your level of sobriety. I think this movie yeah. is just genuinely really confusing. I almost feel, um, and maybe you feel this too, I almost feel like not worthy maybe to have understood it. Like, I wonder yeah. if it's kind of like, you know, you have to achieve this super high plane of existence and like consciousness oh, yeah. in order to comprehend this film. This, yeah, maybe, this maybe, maybe and like Nirvana. Yeah, what's up? Maybe we're not devout enough christians to have understood this film see see jillian 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 this is going back to uh, the essential difference between our predictions which were (laughs) similar but yours was a christian narrative and mine was a pagan mine was of ancient pagan religion right and so you're assuming that we need to be good christians to understand this movie i disagree vehemently i think we need to not be christians we need to be heathens to understand this movie. This is an ancient film. Can I throw something out? Fun activity for us to see who's right. I'm going to take about a year off. Uh, I don't know how of long life? it takes to like see God. Okay. And I'm going to go do my absolute best to become the most devout follower of Christ to ever grace the earth. And I want you to go out and try and become the most like satanic, pagan, like not Christian, heathen as possible. And then in one year's time, mm, we I come back. With this. In one year's time, we come <laughs> back and we watch Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And we see if we can piece together what happened and say, like, if you do it, then that means you're right. We have to be super pagan to get it. And if I'm right, it's we have to dedicate ourselves to the Lord in light of Jesus Christ. I think, Jillian, you have just come up with the most brilliant formula to once and for all figure out which religion is right. <laughs> it's who can understand Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Period. I, uh, Period. I think I just broke hundreds and hundreds of years of 
religious development. You did. You did. Spread the good word. This is our gospel now. And on the third day, the Lord said, rut row, raggy. (laughs) Rut row. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that feels feels good. That feels about right to me. You're on, bitch. See you in a year. Yeah, see you in a year. And on that note, should we go ahead and give this film our official sneaker ways review? I mean, yeah. 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 This like, is just, oh, come on. This is like throwing an count us down anyway. All count right, us down I'll anyway do it. For I'll the fans. do it. All right, for tradition, three, two, one. Ten, ten out, out of ten. ten. You're not. You're not gonna find a better ten out of ten. You're not gonna get any other numbers out of us, folks, today. Though we may not have had a sexual, uh, religious. Or mm-hmm. whatever the third one had. Any of those awakenings out of us, I will say I've left this experience an extremely satisfied customer, even though I don't know what the fuck shit I just saw. No, not at all. Yeah, that to follow this up, um, yeah, 10 out of 10. Absolute phenomenal flick. Um, in the words of my cousin, wretched, uh, but delightful nonetheless um and uh (laughs) i came away from this really really uh open to a whole new perspective on um personally my understanding of my own intelligence and i think that's good for me that's a good vibe check so yeah 10 out of 10 thoroughly enjoyed oh and if you know what this movie's about um and could tell and could maybe tell us and shorten our year-long project that would be incredibly helpful. So just yeah. hit us up if you know what Scooby-Doo 2 is all about. <laughs> Alternatively, if you would like to join either of us on our year-long quests to become uh, a devout Christian or a devout or pagan, respectively, devout pagan. Uh, yeah. do also let us know. We would love to have you We'd on board have for both of our ride. spiritual yeah. journeys. All right. I think we should go ahead and sign off so Let's we can it. go begin our journeys. Thank you to Olivia for yeah. the recommendation you successfully broken both of our brains you bamboozled us ignited both of our spirits absolutely so thank you so much thank you to joe for the use of their song 10 out of 10 uh yeah and as always thank you guys for listening to thanks for tuning this shit <laughs> every uh, episode feels more egregious <laughs> every know. single one yeah, so uh, if any of you folks have movie recommendations for us, remember to email us at rickmoranisemail at gmail.com. That's rickmoranisemail at gmail.com. We also just would love to hear from you about anything and everything. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter if you would like. Uh, yep. That's at sneaker underscore underscore waves. Yeah, and this has been uh, another episode of Sneaker Waves. <laughs> can you say Can you say never turn your back on the ocean but in your best scoop voice? Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Wait, in my Scoob voice? Scoob. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. I get one take. You don't let me have another. Don't let me have another. Go. Remember. <laughs> I think my ugliest quality is that I would let men like Fred. You think that's your highest quality?
my ugliest oh, your quality. ugliest quality. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a himbo. What can I say? 